It's Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com, coming soon to iOS and Android. A plane that is not flying is going to automatically decay just naturally. Think about a car. A car that's not driving is going to automatically rust and things aren't going to work as smoothly. You as a human, me as a human, you have a gift. And if you're not operating in that gift, it's going to automatically decay you. And that's what I didn't realize. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David Simons. Yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons. Yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. My David E. Simons. Hello and welcome. I am your host, David D. Simons. Welcome to How I Discovered My Gift. It is the only podcast dedicated to helping you discover and develop your gifts and talents. So our show goal and uh, overall mission objective, which is crazy, but we believe it, is to help 1 billion people discover their gifts. That's what we're all about. That's the mission. And I'm so excited you're joining us for another episode. Thank you for those who've tuned into the previous episodes. Hope you got tremendous value. Share with a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Uh, as stated in the very opening episode, this episode will be shorter because what we have on Mondays when we release episodes on Mondays, there's typically 15 to 20 minutes, nothing too long. But we're going to get right into it today. Today, we are talking about why you must not hide your gift and why you have to share that gift that you've been given. It is an absolute travesty. If you have a gift and you're sitting on it and you're keeping it to yourself, we're going to go into more detail about that. You'll understand by the time we're done. I am very, very, very uh, driven by this principle and by this concept of why you must understand your gift is not for you. Your gift is not for you, and my gift is not for me. You'll hear me say that probably episode after episode after episode. And I'm going to share with you a story that will open up this understanding. For me, it started, um, I want to say back in 2014 or so, I had a podcast site, uh, not a podcast, I had a blog site that I was hosting. It's called Being Encouraged. It's actually still up today, so you want to go back and, and check out some previous episodes you could but on this uh platform on this podcast uh, i keep saying podcast because i'm doing a podcast on this blog site um i shared a particular detail about something that i was dealing with and i was in a i was in a place where i was struggling um i was struggling not because uh things weren't going well actually things were going really well um, at the time, I was working at you know a, a great job, 
handling digital marketing, um, awesome wife, just an awesome phase in life, but I was still struggling. And where I was struggling was I had this, I had this thing that I was doing uh, to try to reach people with the site, being encouraged. And I just, I decided to stop writing and stop trying to encourage people. And if you know me or you will get to know me through these episodes, um, my gift is to encourage people. So I really, really, really struggled. I struggled with my purpose. I struggled with um, why, why do I even need to share my gift? Why can't I just, why can't I just um, sit in this and just enjoy it for myself? I'm just being honest and transparent. I was saying, why do I have to encourage people? Why do I have to do that to help other people? Why can't I just, you know, live for me and do me, right? And I I hadn't written an article um, for over three months in that time. And I found out that the lack of encouragement that I was putting out there um, and the lack of writing so it doesn't mean they have to write or you have to do this. It means you have to you have to utilize your gift um, because just like a plane, a plane that is stored in the hangar, and ask any pilots, actually will not function well when you when you put it in the air. Uh, it needs to be flying. I hope you're getting the analogy. A plane that is not flying is going to automatically decay just naturally think about a car a car that's not driving is going to automatically rust and things aren't going to work as smoothly you as a human me as a human you have a gift and if you're not operating in that gift it's going to automatically decay you and that's what i didn't realize so i thought by me just keeping this to myself i was just taking away time from others who cared who cared if i share who cared if i um was was sharing information that could help someone i thought to myself doesn't matter anyway and and what i realized was i'm actually hurting me by not sharing my gift by not giving to others what i can do i'm actually hindering other people and i'm going to take it a little further um i had a good conversation with one of my best friends, uh, Courtney Sargent, who was in the previous episode, episode two. If you haven't, go back and listen to episode two. He's amazing. He talks about so many great things there. But one of the things that uh, he shared with me in this season that I was struggling with, he, he, he said that we are trees and trees cannot eat their own fruit. Um, in addition, if no one eats the fruit from the tree, it's what happens to the fruit the fruit perishes and dies. And I got a, I got a revelation that day that has stuck with me um, that just like that tree, I have fruit on my tree and you have fruit on your tree. The fruit on my tree may be a blueberry tree, uh, apple tree, whatever it is. Yours might be an orange or, or a banana tree. Whatever your fruit is, think about this. You and I, you can't eat the fruit from your own tree right? That fruit is not for you to eat. Even though you're the one bearing the fruit, you're not allowed to eat. Just like a real tree cannot eat its own fruit. My tree 
same thing. I can't eat the fruit that I'm bearing. And that's what I had to understand is that my gift is not something that I can just use for myself. It's, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't, it doesn't benefit me the most when I'm using it for myself or, or ignoring using it to help other people. If Michelangelo created masterpieces and then destroyed them before anybody could see them, what value would that have? The world would be robbed of his gift and sculpting and artistry. What if Michael Jordan said, you know what? I'm gonna play basketball in the confinement of my own home. Um, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna showcase my gift so everyone can see me in action. Or Mozart kept his music locked up in a basement and those gifts weren't shared. We all would not have benefited. And you think about all the people who've been inspired by these people. Think about the Michael uh, Jordan that inspired a Kobe Bryant, inspired a LeBron James, inspired so many other athletes that wear the number 23. You think about the Mozarts that have inspired countless musicians, to, even still to today, young children that are becoming uh, piano phenoms are are studying the works of Mozart. Now, this is the reality. When you and I don't share our gifts, it's not just hurting us. It's also hurting us and future generations. Let me explain. I'm going to give a very, very vivid example, and it's going to be a an exaggerated example to drill home the point. Imagine, let's say my gift is to encourage, right? You know what? I won't even put myself in this. We'll, we'll, use, we'll use somebody else. Imagine this guy is supposed to be this awesome college professor, right? And he's supposed to teach people about, I don't know, sociology and, and how people can relate to each other. Now, this this professor uh, is supposed to do that. But instead of going into becoming this professor and knowing that's what he's supposed to do in sociology, let's say let's say he just goes to become because 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 the world and the, the society is telling him to become this banker. He goes and, you know, be in a position, the financial institution, you know, they're all the banks are always going to have money. Stay in the world of banking and becomes this banker. He's unfulfilled. Uh, he has no desire, no joy. So he's sapped of what he's supposed to be doing from his own life. He should be helping other people understand sociology, understand human interaction. And he's not able to do that because he's living for a paycheck, which a lot of people do. Uh, I understand you got to take care of your family. I'm not, I'm not against that. I believe there's a season for that. But there are seasons when you have to transition that. Okay, so here's what what I'm saying. Let's just call this guy Robert. This guy Robert is now living in a place where he's not fulfilled, and he's going to work every day. And guess what? He he has a family. Robert has a wife and two kids, and he comes home miserable. He's frustrated from all the customers in the bank. He's frustrated. It pours into his marriage. It pours into his children. He doesn't really have any motivation. He doesn't have any desire or ambition. So this is the first side of the effect. 
right, of Robert not operating in his gift. And he's known that he was supposed to be a teacher. He knew that he was supposed to go um, on a on a you know, he, he studied sociology, actually, in 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 college and he was going to go for the masters. But his parents were like, no, you should you should get something more stable. You know how things are in the economy. And instead of following that passion that he should have followed and followed uh, that voice within, he, he, he declines to listen and his life is affected from it. His marriage is on the rocks. His kids don't really have a good bond with him and he's miserable and he's frustrated and he's pouring whatever he, he gets from work back into his family. The slack, back, backslash of that goes there. Now, the other side of it. Now, let's flip to the other side of it. The, being the sociology professor that he should have been, there's a there's a boy named Johnny who took this sociology class with with the professor that he had, and it was okay, but it wasn't what it should have been. The reality is that Robert was supposed to be the one teaching this class, and Johnny was going to intercept and be impacted by Robert's. Um, gift and passion for helping people understand social issues, uh, social change, and all of these things. Johnny was supposed to be in that class. And guess what Johnny was going to become out of the fruit of, of Robert's passion and excitement for the topic? He was going to be inspired to be one of the next leaders in, in social change and impacting the world. But guess what? Johnny never got that opportunity uh, because he never crossed paths with with Robert, who was supposed to be in his exact lane and his exact position. So guess what Johnny ends up doing? Johnny doesn't see a drive and he uses that that desire for change to that he had in him to motivate people and create change and fight, fight the systems that be. Um, He's now using that gift or that would have been gift now an inverted gift. And he's using, he's creating change in a way that's with violence. He's going to the streets. He's joining the gang. He's looking for the acceptance and approval from gang leaders. He's not getting what he needs at home. He's not getting what he needs at school. He's in college and he's in his gang and he's, he's, he's doing the wrong things. And he says, you know what? Forget, forget college. He goes back, drops back, goes, goes with his childhood high school buddies and and he gets in trouble and he gets locked up for 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 stealing and um and while in jail you know because he's got this this fierce thing on him he gets into a fight and as he gets into a fight he's he he loses his life he loses his life they they kill him in the jail cell so i know that's very extreme but i wanted to paint the picture that is how drastic it is for you and I to understand that our gifts are not for us. So when you're not operating in your gift, you're affecting your family, you're affecting your loved ones, and you're affecting future people that could be impacted by your gift. And I had to come to a realization of that. Again, I'm not thinking that I'm I'm super special, right? All I know is that if I don't do what I'm supposed to do, there are other people on the other side that may not because they're connected to my life and I'm connected to their life and they may not go into the direction that they're supposed to because God has assigned me to to be a 
an interception point to turn them towards the right direction or point them towards the right direction or be a guide in some way. And that's what I really, really want to illustrate today. I hope you're getting that understanding and I hope it's it, it's painted clear because this is essential for us to understand in today's world uh, where people aren't really thinking about stuff like this. They're not thinking about the consequences of of just doing something just to do something. They're not thinking about the long term. Most people are thinking about the short term. So number one, you have to understand that first thing is that your gift is not for you. I mean, that is very simple. You have to understand that concept. The, the second thing that I think is really important and key to understand, and I'm gonna share two more things and then we're gonna wrap up for today's show, um, is that you're, you solve, when you solve other people's problems, your problems are solved. I know that's a crazy way to look at it, but every solution to your problem is in solving the problem of another. If you have a lack of finances, the way you increase your finances is not by trying to just do something for yourself. You have to go out and serve. Think about that. You have to go and serve someone. You have to go do something for someone. You have to go help someone. And then you can increase your finances or create it, solve a problem for someone else. That's how you create solutions for yourself. So think about it. <clears throat> if you have if, if, if you have love to give, if you, if you want friends, you've got to be friendly. If you want, if you want to gain love, you got to show love. If you want to get friends, you got to be friendly. If you want money, you, you got to give value or to get that money. Um, because you have, you and I have seeds in us and we are, we have a warehouse of, of seeds and, and, and we also have, um, a warehouse of solutions. Um, everything inside of you is a seed. So you can plant that seed and expect to harvest from that seed. Now, what I've what I've what I've come to understand is if you focus on and Zig Ziglar said it best, you know, uh, you get more out of life when when you help someone else uh, to achieve and get what they want, you'll eventually get what you want. So this is a key to fulfillment. This is a key to why you understand your gift is not for you. And when you use your gift to solve problems for others, there's fulfillment for them and there's fulfillment for you. I cannot express enough how important it is to change this view. If you're if you're in a position right now where you're not you're not fulfilled with your life, you're not you're not finding joy, you're not finding peace. There's a couple of things that you can you might want to consider. You may want to consider um, looking at what what is the what are the things that add to your joy? What are the things that subtract from your joy? Find this list, write this list. You know, this, this show is about action. I want you to write this list out. What are the things, very simple questions. What are the things that add to your joy? What are the things that subtract to your strip, subtract from your joy? Um, and, and once you find those things, get clear, get clear how you can do more of the things that add to your joy and subtract less of the things that steal from your joy. Okay. So I, I just want to leave you with this last uh, point that I think is really important for us to uh, understand that this is the last piece is kind of it kind of uh, ties into the first point. The third point is that your gift unlocks gifts in others. Um, as I told you, a, a Michael Jordan achieving doing something would help a LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. Well, 
I've had plenty of mentors. Uh, one who is uh, a, a, one great example is, is one of the top speakers in the world. His name is Delator McNeil. And seeing him in his gift uh, unlock gifts in me, right? There's things that I see in him that I said, man, I'm, I would love to have that experience that in my life. And, and I've learned this. You cannot become what you cannot see. I'm going to repeat that again. You cannot become what you cannot see. You've got to put yourself in a position where you are around those that unlock gifts in you. And I and that's my prayer for this show to be a, a show that will unlock gifts in you. And it doesn't have to just come through me. It come through the guests that we have on the show. And as you continue to listen, that more and more there's treasure and deeper treasure that you're finding. Deeper things that inside you that you didn't know about coming out because you're exactly take, you're taking the time to dig in. And so I thank you again for listening to the show. A recap, remember one, your gift is not for you. Uh, it never was designed for you. It's for others. Uh, for, number two is that you can solve your problems by solving the problems of others. And number three, your, your gift unlocks gifts in others. So once you've found your gift, it's time to, to get that gift out there. Let other people benefit from the gift so you can unlock more gifts in other people. Thank you for tuning in. It's been an honor having you on the show, listening, and um, and let us know how you feel about it. Leave us a review on all the, your favorite uh, podcast sites and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. And remember that the, the truth that you know something is proven by your doing. So what you believe is what you do. So prove it in your doing. I'll see you in the doers group. I'll see you in, in, at the top. I'll see you on the other side. Be blessed. I'll catch you in the next episode. Have a great night or a great morning or a great afternoon whenever you're listening to this. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it, and I'd love to give that to you as a free gift, as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast dot David, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S dot com and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode.